This is Sky, and this is Raina, and, and we're cousins. We created this platform to share our stories, to revisit memories and hopefully by unpacking them, we will leave each situation more empowered, more excited, more confident, more brave, more passionate, more healed. So our hope is that while we're healing and unpacking our own baggage, you're inspired to do the same. This is Unpack and Bounce Back. Let's dive in. All right. Why do I feel nervous before this one? <laughs> That's weird. Super weird. Okay. Weird, weird energy. All right. All right. Welcome back to another episode of Unpack and Bounce Back. I'm Sky. And I'm Raina. Yeah, and today we are covering the topic, inner child, tending to your inner child. What is your inner child? Sometimes when I hear these topics, I kind of giggle because we sound like <laughs> movie characters. Like, today we're discussing our inner child. It just, do you ever get a giggle? No, yeah, I do. I get a giggle. I'm like, who do these girls think the fuck <laughs> right? they are? Like, bitch, what do you really know? You know, I kind of find it funny. Like, what do you really know? But here we are. What is your inner child? Oh, she got right into it. <laughs> She's like, we're not doing this today. We're staying focused. Sorry, Queen. No, I what really, is your inner child? I really have to think about it because it's like there's so many layers to what that could possibly mean. But for me, your inner child is... This is going to sound really crazy. It's like who your spi- what your spirit was before, before you experienced any sense of disappointment, resentment, anger before you experienced heartbreak, like who you were before you felt all of those things. So if I had to say what my inner child was or who my inner inner child is, it's someone who's extremely trusting. It's someone who's extremely affectionate. Do you imagine a little you or you sound like you're imagining more of like a soul? When I think inner child, I'm literally seeing myself as a baby. Baby? Yeah, as a baby. Uh, Like one, like probably possibly even before then. I'm I'm thinking like infancy. When you think inner child, you think... Who I was before I learned anything. Anything. Any sort of emotion that made me feel bad. Wow. When I think inner child, I imagine five-year-old me. Really? I only imagine five-year-old me. When I hear inner child, I immediately see that age. I see I see infancy and but I if I had to connect it to like um emotional awareness, emotional intelligence, it's the emotional intelligence of a five-year-old. But, but the visual but the vision is I see myself as a baby baby so the that energy, knows nothing. <laughs> the energies as of a five-year-old, but when you close your eyes, the first thing that comes to mind is like baby baby. Yeah. Even though you know it's those feelings you had at five, like those free yeah. moments. Yeah. Okay. I think, and this might sound really freaking crazy, but I think as babies of a very, very young age... I think that we can feel things more than we can um, be verbal about it. 
more yeah. than we can communicate at that age. But I feel that we feel things just as deeply as we do now. We just can't articulate we it. We just can't articulate it. And we're, you know, we're babies. So because I'm like raising a baby and I see the way that he feels things. I see the way he feels when I shut him down sometimes. Or I see the way he feels when someone is affectionate towards him versus someone who's stern and strict with him. Like, I see the way he feels. So I think of myself that, like, a baby. Wow. Yeah. That's interesting. I have never, ever, ever brought me being a baby into, like, my inner child. I think of the freest, most fearless, happiest version of myself. And if it was a cartoon, it's a little version kind of walking around in me. It's Mm -hmm. something that I keep deep in my core, but it's the youngest, freest, happiest, brightest version of myself as a child. Wow. And also, I think this kind of comes from me. I guess I would say knowing that I'm a karmic soul and that I know that I've been here Here plenty of times. Because I know that about myself. I know that I came into this world as a trauma bond. Like, I was a trauma bond baby, and I experienced a lot of shit from that young. From that young. So that's why I think baby. It's funny. When we decided on this, you said (laughs) we'd keep it light. And you're referring to yourself as a trauma bond baby and telling me that the last time you had a carefree day, you were two days old. (laughs) And at this point, (laughs) she's like, the last time I remember my soul being free, I was 12 days. (laughs) Okay. Meanwhile, I was a dumb five-year-old who's like, yeah, the sky is turquoise. And you're like, the last day I was free. I well, was, let's 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 really crazy. let's unpack here, bitch. This is a lot. I didn't sign up for this. <laughs> I would have eaten more snacks if I knew we was going here. Damn, I just want to stress eat. But I heard you in the reviews, y'all. I heard you didn't like when I eat. God damn it! All right, go into it. Okay, you're already here. Just let's unpack. It. Okay. When was your first really traumatic moment? Hmm. Well, I don't really have much of a memory from when I was young. So okay. that's hard already. Uh, but because of that? I, mm, uh-oh. <laughs> I don't think so. I just, my memory didn't really start until like five or six. And then I can't differenti- differentiate like seven to nine. It's all the same thing. I don't even really have memories from it. So, but the first thing I ever remember really being traumatic this is OD. This is like, this doesn't even happen to people. It's when I saw somebody jump off a building and I was like, this is crazy. And I was about six. So maybe. <gasps> so maybe my inner child was happy yeah. until then. Yeah. We were innocent. I'm about to reach over this table and whoop your ass, girl. <laughs> I'm about to fuck you up. <laughs> I'm quitting this goddamn show. Now you want to fuck with my inner child, bitch? Oh, hell no. Get me the hell out of here. I hate it here. You guys are lucky we're one of the top-rated Apple Podcast app podcasts, or I would have quit by now. Wow. Yeah. 
Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So, you know, this is why Ooh. I really didn't want to get into this subject to begin with. But no, every you, time, did. Every, you did. No, every time we read <laughs> the Q&As, every time we read the reviews, every time we read comments, it said, inner child. Can you talk to us about inner child? What exactly is an inner child? Can you explain that and go into depth about it? <sighs> I was like, <sighs> y'all. Why did you do this, Raina? Ma- I can never trust you again. <laughs> I was like, I think we got to tackle this one. You guys are lucky she listens to you. I see something, I get a teeny bit triggered, and I might even delete the fucking comment. I'll be like, she can't see this. I never want to talk about this. And she'll be like, so I was checking the comments, and um, I think we should, I'm like, don't say it. Talk about, I'm like, oh, here she goes. So she really gets the episodes that you guys want. I'm not going to lie. I like to keep it light, keep it fun, you know, keep it saucy. Just keep it, you know, not like this. But here we are, inner child. Oh, God. Can we just go to the next question? Was there ever a time where you felt like you had lost touch with your inner child? <laughs> oh, it's a lump in my throat. What about you, girl? Okay. That I lost touch with my inner child. I think I'm going to relate it to the arts. Okay. Because of how I felt about the arts as a kid mm-hmm. when I got older and where I am now. As a kid, I was the freeze bird of all the birds of all the nation. I was the girl who did a cartwheel in the mall because it felt good. <laughs> I did whatever I wanted. I loved performing. There were no expectations tied to it. Mm-hmm. There were no, of course I was annoying and was like, I want to be famous. Like, oh, okay, annoying. Mm-hmm. But it, there was no real disappointment. There wasn't, it wasn't that deep. It was mm-hmm. just loving the craft, loving performing. Do you want to hear me sing? Because it feels fun. Mm-hmm. Do you want to see me dance? Because I love it. It was a love that just was so pure. You don't know any better. It's, it's the ultimate experience of freedom to just Mm -hmm. be yourself 24 seven. You don't get embarrassed. You don't get shy. I didn't give a fuck about anything. I was a fearless kid. Then you get older and Mm -hmm. the pressure of, uh, financial responsibilities comes into play. Now, now your art, if you decide to tackle it head on is you're going to need to survive. Right. So now it's survival. It's not really all based on joy. Mm -hmm. I need to make money off of this. If this isn't lucrative, I'm kind of panicking. Once you add that pressure, it's easy to kind of lose track of your inner child because you're so focused financially that I think I got very serious and I got very nervous and I just wanted to cover my bills and was not tending to the inner child because like shit was not funny and playful to me. Mm -hmm. It was survival. So I kind of, I don't know, I felt less playful, less colorful, Mm -hmm. uh, less jokey joke. I really was just more to myself and was trying to get my shit together like a quote unquote adult would. Mm -hmm. But I, yeah, I think I lost touch with it when I felt like there was a pressure for my career to get started. Mm -hmm. And so the joy of all the things I loved about, you know, the joy about art, Mm -hmm. just all of that. I was like, take the back seat. I'm trying to, I'm trying to eat right now. Do you ever feel like, I know you did it to yourself most of the time, but do you ever feel (gasps) (laughs) <laughs> do you ever feel like you were rushed to grow up? Like by your parents? Um, not rushed to grow up. I think I was rushing. You think you were rushing? Yeah, I think I was encouraged to to relax and to slow down. Really? And I think I wanted what I thought was success and all these things so young, Mm -hmm. my work ethic was unbelievable. And Mm -hmm. I was a young teenager. Mm -hmm. Like my work ethic was, 
I would go by myself for five hours to rehearsal room and practice my craft without anybody checking in. Mm-hmm. I wanted it so bad. I was so disciplined. I was so, mm-hmm. like, girl, <laughs> it's okay. Breathe. I wanted it so bad and so quick mm-hmm. that I literally found myself working to just get to whatever I thought. I was working so much. I would leave school at 3 p.m., start a work session because I wanted to be a songwriter at 6 p.m. I'd go until 1 a.m. at the studio and be back at school the next morning at 7 a.m. It was like, why are you working yourself like this at 16? This is kind of strange. You're not homeschooled. You're literally overworking yourself to death, Mm -hmm. forcing yourself to grow up. What is, why are you doing this? For what? So you could be a star right now? (laughs) Like, can you just be in 11th grade? Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. So thank God I didn't take off at that point because I was just, all of, a couple screws were loose and I I didn't have anything to tighten them. Okay. So, yeah, I think I was always in a rush to be grown. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't that I got in touch with my quote unquote inner child until I was an adult and longed for that feeling again. But Mm -hmm. my, my early 20s, I was like, fucking inner child, I'm a grown-ass woman. Yeah. You know? It was like, nothing's, you know, nothing's young about me. Like, And now I'm like, wow, that freedom, that passion, mm-hmm. that love for the art, that young me, yeah. how would she tackle this? That young me, before mm-hmm. I, I didn't care to think about young me. I was so pressed to be grown mm-hmm. and to do all things adult. Mm-hmm. And now I'm here, I'm like, I would love to be seven <laughs> right now. I I would love to wake up tomorrow in second grade. Yeah. It'd be so tight, you know? Yeah. But um but yeah, I spent uh, most of my youth trying to be grown. So what a waste, right? <laughs> it's like why wasn't I just 17? Are you kidding me? And I was in like a marriage. Not literally, guys. If you've been listening, I had two quote unquote marriages. Okay. That's what I call my long-term relationships. I was basically married at like 15. Why? What was I doing? Yeah. It's embarrassing, man. I did it twice, and I was a child. I was fourteen, like catering to someone. Like, I what? was, I was definitely forced to emotionally mature at a very young age. Oof. So learning how to really be considerate of others, learning how to give people grace when they're in their ugliest state, learning all of these lessons. I would say I started learning these lessons around like three, four, that young. I've had to deal with a lot. Like even Yesenia moving in, my mom's little sister, having to understand that her mom couldn't take care of her anymore. Having to learn a lot of stuff at a very young age. And I wanted to add in, I've been feeling more attached to my inner child lately now recently too because for a long time I had to turn into the warrior slash the parent for my parents mm-hmm. there was like a long time where I was sorting out emotions and all kinds of things for my parents to be able to communicate properly mm-hmm. that I didn't really I didn't really get the chance to feel young feel protected feel young yes but also feel protected like feel like I can go to my parents Mm. when they're always coming to me for advice 
So recently, as I've been tapping more in with spirit, recently as I've been being more trustful of like my ancestors, my aunt, my grandfathers, being able to feel like there's someone looking over me and hugging me, I've started to surrender. I need to speak good things on my life. I need to give thanks. I need to do all of these things. I never was encouraged to do any of that from my parents. Being able to feel those feelings, you feel warm again. And then... You connect warmth with your inner child, like when you feel yeah. that warm inside feeling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's funny. When I think warmth, I, I don't connect it at all. When I think inner child, I literally think of moments where, yeah, like I do something and I know that my inner child would be proud of me, but I think I tap into it the most in an act of playfulness. It's mm-hmm. kind of harder when I'm not in an act of playfulness. Yeah. Warmth to me, I just is like a feeling I hold on its own. I don't really tie it to anything. I just kind of sit in it. But when I think inner child, I think of laughing hysterically with one of my friends. This feels like a, a moment where you're sitting in church and something funny happened yeah. and you don't want your mom to see. This feels like in math class where one of the kids has gas and you know who it is and the kid's like, who was that? And you're holding your stomach laughing. Whenever I'm doing anything childlike, I feel my inner child just beaming. Whether it's having like a root beer float or like a smoothie I loved as a kid or dancing at a party and being free. I just think of young me and how she ran the town. And I was like, wow, (laughs) that girl was so cool. I'm my coolest when I'm just playful. I'm my coolest when I'm honoring the characteristics I loved about myself when I was little. And I don't know. I mean, I know everybody probably has a different relationship with their inner child. They might have had a really painful childhood and be like, I don't want to think back on that. Mm -hmm. Or you know, I was really like negative as a child or I was really shy and I prefer the more outgoing mm-hmm. version of me. Everybody doesn't want to connect with their mm-hmm. inner child. Mm-hmm. I've, I didn't re- think about that. I thought like, we all love, do we? Some people are like, childhood was dark for me. I don't care to yeah. any, I don't even want to use that word, you mm-hmm. know? I, I take it with, uh, how do I want to word that? A tick, uh, what? <laughs> I think, I feel like it's awesome that when I think of my inner child, I get happy. Yeah. Because things happened to me. Life had hard moments, but I overall was protected and Mm -hmm. I got to know freedom and joy as a child. And Mm -hmm. I'm very grateful for that. So it is interesting. I'm trying to step out of my shoes more and be like, wow, everybody might not want to connect to their inner child. Yeah. What is the difference Mm -hmm. between childlike and childish? It's a fucking great question. I hope I win an award for this. When you're childish, you're immature. Talk to him. Talk your shit. <laughs> and when you're childlike, you're just having fun. You're just doing whatever makes you feel good. Free. You're just free, yeah. The childish. Childish is like embarrassing. You're embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> Period. No. Childish is gross. Childlike is yay. Yeah. <laughs> like, wow, aren't these girls deep? No. I think childish, yeah. It, you're, you want to mature mm-hmm. without abandoning the child in you, mm-hmm. right? Which is hard. Because mm-hmm. some people think being childish is childlike. Like, I'm just playing. 
you're immature. Yeah. You're acting yeah. 12. But then there's some people who are really just bright and it just feels like a young spirit in them. Mm-hmm. It's kind of really adorable. Mm-hmm. Have you ever met somebody where yeah. you go, you're like 25, but like your soul is so mm-hmm. young and you just, you get a giggle out of it because mm-hmm. you see a child performing in front of you. It's really funny. I love that. <laughs> I don't mind those kind of performer people, but men who just are always fucking dancing are just so <laughs> gross. Okay. <laughs> Whoa. Personal? A little bit. I don't want to talk about it. Okay, we're going to move forward. Uh, childlike and childish. <clears throat> Do you have a similar personality right now that you did as a child, or are you drastically different? And if so, what's the difference, honey? <laughs> okay, I'm similar in the way that uh, I respond to people. Like? Very blunt. Very blunt and not emotional. Okay. This is what it is. A lot of people always tell me, you're just straight to the point. You've always been like that. Yeah, I've always been that way. Wow. I've always been that way since a kid. Wow. Anyone will tell you, like, Raina always hurt feelings. I don't know. I don't mean to do it. It's just that's just who I was even as a child. Sheesh. Any other similar characteristics? Or am I completely different? Other than that, I would say I'm still fairly shy, but I've come out of my shell a lot more. You were very shy as a kid? Yeah. Okay. I didn't like to like, I didn't want to be the class king and queen. I was very to myself. I always wanted, I, I wanted to be more social. I wanted to have more friends, but as a child, I just... Sometimes I didn't care and sometimes I did. I couldn't figure out. I could never find a balance as a kid. I didn't know. Like, I would go home. And also because I'm an only child. Mm -hmm. So there would be moments where I would want to be around people. Mm -hmm. And it just wasn't possible because I just had myself. And then as I got older, I don't want to be around people anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, uh, I remember when I used to love to be alone. So it's like, and then I'm a Gemini. So it's like, I'm just a lot of back and forth. Mm-hmm. And I've always been that way. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, but I would say, I would say I'm kind, I would say I'm I'm the same but different. I don't know how to explain that, but I'm the same. It's not going to cut it, babe. I'm the same in a lot of ways, but I'm different in the aspect that I'm more open-minded. Okay. I'm different in the aspect that I'm more loving, for sure. Mm-hmm. I'm more considerate. Mm-hmm. I'm more compassionate towards children. I used to not care for children at all. I used to not care <laughs> for pets and animals at all. Like, in that sense, like, I'm yeah. more, I don't know, I'm just more open. So you feel like the main thing that's still similar is just the bluntness and straight to it, but you think you've evolved a lot from that personality. Yeah, like, of course, I still have that in me, but yeah. I've evolved for sure. I feel like I'm just like my my inner child. The exact same, but just the adult version of me when I was six. Really? Joke telling, funny, love to sing, love to dance, performing, this and that. Made everybody laugh around me. People, person, cared about. Like, I was just like that girl. I thought I was 14. I thought I was the <laughs> coolest kid on earth. I would watch Grease and be like, I am cool as all those people. Life was a blast. I feel like that's how Umi's going to be. Life with a party, man. Yeah, I feel that's how Umi's going to be because I feel we give him the space 
to be that. To be free. To be and free to and be, to be himself. Ugh. To be unapologetic, to dance. If you want to dance, come on, let's dance. Like, yeah. I was never encouraged that way, yeah. so I don't even know. Right. And it is to be encouraged, yeah. you know, because mm-hmm. my dad's an artist as well. He saw that I had the artist bug and was like, I'm going to encourage all of this. <laughs> Some parents might be like, sit the fuck down. Yeah. And you're like, mom, but look at this dance. My dad's like, get it. Yeah, get it. And I'm like, aren't I killing it, dad? Oh, yeah. Like, I was so fucking yeah. annoying. Uh-huh. Uh, still annoying, but just like turning down a little. Uh, my personality, though, my laugh, my mm-hmm. smile, my sense of humor was very grown, mm-hmm. very, you really witty kid. I'll tell you something like that. Like, I knew Jerry Springer was funny. Yeah. Like, I was, I had great sense of humor. Like, <laughs> I was really evolved. Uh, but, yeah, my inner child, I, I think she's fantastic. Love her. Totally love her. Five-year-old, six-year-old me, free as a fucking bird. How do you tend to your inner child? I tend to my inner child by really having moments where I don't care what other people think. I think mm-hmm. we all say that. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't care what people think. It's very easy to care what people think, whether yeah. it's your boss, whether it's, you know, your partner. It's We all fucking care. Like, mm-hmm. like come on, kiss a butt, really. Everybody's <laughs> like, no, I don't care. I don't care about anything. No, we all care, right? Yeah. But those moments where you're so lost in feeling great, mm-hmm. That you don't care, whether that be dancing outside. I have gotten lost in the music. Mm-hmm. I mean, headphones, barefoot on the grass, just laughing to myself. Life is so good. I looked like a five-year-old playing in a garden. Yeah. <laughs> that is how I honor my inner child of like this moment of pure freedom. Yeah. Whatever I want to do, even if it's being able to afford one of my favorite foods when I was a kid. If I want to order from that restaurant and mm-hmm. be like, little you loved this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do that mm-hmm. because I feel like, like I said, I loved who I was as a child. I felt like I, you know, we talk about in empathy. I really, I loved people. Mm-hmm. I loved making them feel good. I wasn't into drama. I was everybody's friend and life was beautiful. Yeah. I really just loved life. I was a fun, fun kid who loved life. So yeah. I love feeling back in that space of loving life because yeah. I understand that's a privilege and some people really don't like life. I love what I do. I love the people around me. I just... I'm thrilled to know this freedom and this joy as an adult because yeah. as a kid, you don't really know what to do with it. We we think back and we go, oh, it was so nice when I was a kid. But to experience that kind of freedom mm-hmm. as an adult and go, I actually don't care. In this moment, I don't care what they think. Yeah. When I'm out at a party and we've seen it many times where people start <laughs> laughing because I'm so – I just – I'll dance. And they'll yeah. be like, oh, man, or, you know, yeah. <laughs> I don't care. In that moment, it feels so good. And that's why we love partying together because we just giggle when it yeah. feels so good. Yeah. That's childlike to me. Yeah. That's our inner children going <laughs> – it feels so pure. Yeah. But, yeah, I try to honor my, my inner child by doing things that feel free, yeah. that feel playful. To make sure I play as much as I work, it's a priority for me. You yeah. know, I get some people who are like, work hard, play later. But yeah. I'm a work hard, play hard. Work hard, <laughs> play harder sometimes. You get what I'm saying? So, uh, by the way, my accent from New York has progressed immensely since season one. So get ready for that all of season two. All right. So, yeah, I think uh, I, I honor my inner child by taking time to play. And taking time to just be barefoot, I feel more in touch with my inner child when I'm barefoot. <laughs> you know, when my feet are touching the the earth and I'm dancing, I feel yeah. like my inner child is blooming. Yeah. Yeah. It feels wonderful. I tend to my inner child by communicating more. Oh. Maya Angelou Shakur. Girl. <sighs> 
go ahead. No, let me give you an example, okay? Yeah, go on. No, give it to me. When I was younger, you know. Here she go. You know how they say all this trauma comes from, like, your parents whipping you and stuff? I didn't really learn about none of that until just about a year ago. And I was like, well, they weren't supposed to beat me. Hold on. Yeah. Like, oh, wait. That's why I have this issue? So when oh, no. I first when I first got with Mark, I was terrible. Like, I was... If I saw something I didn't like, if we got into an argument, anything, I was ready to go. Like, I was packing my bags. I was getting up out of there. Run away, love. Yeah. Like, I was like, bye. Like, I don't want to... Because that's what I saw. Right? So... You know, I also saw communication, but it just, it wasn't the healthiest all the time. So eventually, inevitably, I didn't really talk much. Like, I didn't really, you know, I would get whooped sometimes. It was like, I didn't really feel like I had space to really open up or I just didn't want to Mm -hmm. because I was like, I don't trust you guys. Mm. Like, you know? Um, So, yeah. So when I first got with Mark, it was very toxic on my part. Where I would just get up and go and just, like, basically didn't want to communicate with the person. And it wasn't that I didn't want to, but it was because I didn't know how to. So, Mark, he let me know. He was like, this is not what we do. You're acting like a kid. Mm-hmm. And I didn't see it that way because this is just what I was used to. But when you put it in a certain perspective, like, you don't know how to communicate. I was like, I didn't know I didn't know how to communicate. I thought I did know. But the thing is, I could communicate in any circumstance unless it was something that was really bothering me or unless you made me angry because I couldn't communicate those things to my parents. So now I've gotten to a place where if you're having a bad day, I don't need you to blame it on me. I don't need you to come home from a bad day and like pour it all on me. Like I'm not. Why are you punishing me? Like, right. I've, I've been able to verbalize that. Hmm. So would you see that as tending to it or almost, do you consider that more healing it? Or when you think inner child, no. you're like, not even to that point. When, when anything got bad, that's no longer my inner child. Like, you want it to stay as pure as possible, you're saying. Versus literally thinking of where was life when I was a little kid. Yeah, I'm just I'm just going based off of emotion. When I think of inner child in general, like it's just straight emotion. So for me, if I'm doing that thing, like if I'm communicating that thing and I'm getting it out, I'm feeling better within. Like I feel like I said warmer. I'm doing the things that I should I needed to learn how to do that I couldn't do when I was younger. I'm doing the things my soul would like for me to do because I didn't have the space to do it before. And when I don't do it, it takes me back to like that feeling of resentment. It takes me back to that feeling of feeling stuck in a bad situation. Even if I'm in a good situation, like if I don't speak up, if I don't communicate, if we don't have certain conversations, like I feel like I'm not tending to what like my inner child wants. Inner child wants. Yeah. It's interesting you say that. Inner child wants... Like you're fighting for the things that like you could have you couldn't have fought for when you were younger. Yeah. That's interesting. See, mine is just what did you like? I'm giving you what you like. Yeah. No. That's like my tending. Yeah. It's like you love to dance, feed, feed that person that you were when you were younger. Yours is more about defending your inner child, yeah. it sounds like. 
If I see something that I've never done before, for example, like I've never painted or I've never done this. Now, especially that I have Umi, he helps for sure. When you have kids, they bring your inner child out and, you know, they interact with each other. Mm -hmm. So when Umi's doing something for the first time, because I never had that as a child, it's a lot of defending and wanting Mm -hmm. for my inner child or defending of my inner child. That's crazy. It's not like a state where I was. No, it's like this is I'm finally I'm fighting. I'm breaking the curse. I'm speaking up. (gasps) We have Nelson Mandela in the house. (laughs) Girl, what? What in the... (laughs) I am defending my inner child. Meanwhile, I'm talking about doing cartwheels. I just... I I walked in here and I thought we were keeping it light. I thought we were talking about doing things that that we enjoyed. And you're talking about defending a child who couldn't speak up for herself. Like, can I get out of here? Like... (laughs) I'm like, yeah, inner child, rainbows, church giggles, <laughs> and flirting. Oh, the good days. Wow, bitch, you just, you, you flip me on my head, and you watch me. You watch me lay on the ground. <laughs> Girl, I don't have nothing else to say about this, do you? No, I feel like, I guess we can give a challenge, and the challenge can be, to go back to retreat, to go back to the things that you used to, like this This goes more so with yours, with your yeah. inner child, to go back and start doing things that you used to love to do as a child. Yeah, maybe try one thing or like a food that, of course not if you hate the food now, but if you go, I haven't had that in forever, yeah. that brought me joy, maybe I'll revisit something. Mm-hmm. Or I used to love dancing. I'm going to cut mm-hmm. some music on in my bathroom and just mm-hmm. feel good. Or just try singing to, super loud. Yeah, just something that used to feel good. And if it doesn't feel good, sorry about that. Uh, but if it does, <laughs> yeah, right? Because you're tapping back in with what you loved when you were younger, when you were freer. Mm-hmm. I just think dedicate some time to do something playful. A recipe, a game, uh, I don't know. Check on your Neopet, right? Yeah. Right. Do something that feels good to the young you. If you haven't had a Reese's Pieces in a minute and that was your favorite <gasps> candy as a child. Oh, I just had two. <laughs> <laughs> Go and eat some. Yeah, that might make you happy. Yeah. Especially during a time this crazy. You have to do whatever makes you feel happy. Yeah. Right. Well, that was uh, I was up and down. It's it's an emotional roller coaster with you. It is. My bad. It's all good, girl. I know you're coming from love. <laughs> so let's get out of here, shall we? Because we just we did that, honey. I kind of like that episode. I have to listen back to that one. <laughs> this has been another amazing episode of Unpack and Bounce Back. I'm Raina. I'm Sky. And we'll see you next time. Oh, yeah. Thanks for listening, guys. We really love you. We hope you're smiling. We hope you're smiling right now. Bye. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Unpack and Bounce Back. If you're in the mood to share, send over to a friend. Press subscribe for more content. And please be sure to follow us on Instagram at Unpack and Bounce Back. And remember, it's the letter N, not A-N-D. Until next time.